Rock and roll. Rock and roll. We'll never die. Awesome. Welcome to the podcast, folks. Trevor, you want to do the intro? Sure. Do it. Welcome to episode 57 of Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. I'm Trevor Alstrom. And apparently, I am now gravel shits. I stole the name. I am Gorgeous George. Well, I have the cooler superpower. If we're ever stuck in an island, you being handsome is not going to be useful. As me shitty an island, we can recoup on and figure our next move in life. Unless there's a boat with a bunch of hot chicks, and oh. then I can wave to them and be like, me and my friend here, we're hoping to get rescued off of the shitty island. Yeah, but island. what if it's a bunch of gay dudes that you have to sell yourself to to still, get off the island? I can island? still use my good looks, Trevor. I just won't oh. do any hand stuff. I just won't do a lot of hand stuff. Just a lot of foot jobs. Just a lot of mouth stuff. Mouth and, <laughs> mouth and feet? Mouth and feet. Mouth That's and what feet. all the gay guys want. Mouth, mouth and feet. feet. <laughs> That's a funny name right there. Mouth and feet. The old mouth and foot. <laughs> Mouth and foot. Open mouth, insert foot. <laughs> and maybe open mouth and insert something that's not a foot. Ooh! No, no, all right, I, I, I recant. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> that's the hardest part. If You imagine, like, if you were in a, a gay situation and somebody's like, you gotta suck this dick. I'd be like, I don't know if I could do it, man. I don't want to. <laughs> you're in a gay situation. And you're in a real dire... We're definitely not cranking it up to 11, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're pondering castration. Da-na-na-na. It's like you got a gun to your head. They're like, suck this dick or die. And you're like, I don't want to do either. I love that from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. Yeah. He's yes. like, start sucking, gay lord. And he's like, he's your buddy. <laughs> And he takes his pants down, and he's like, oh, my God, it's so big and black. It's like, good for you, man. He's like, I know. <laughs> and he tries to, and they both pass out. <laughs> or he passes out on top of him. <laughs> so funny. He wakes up, and he's got soap all over his face, like, come. <laughs> he's like, hey, buddy. He's like, oh, my God. No, I've seen it. <laughs> Shout out Hot Tub Time Machine. That was, that was one a of funny the movie. funniest movies. The, uh, the black actor, he was in The Office. And he fucking Craig, uh, Craig Ferguson, no, Craig, Craig something. It's Craig, Craig. It's Craig, son. It's Craig Ferguson or something, but something he, like that. He's a. I've seen he's another an awesome stuff. actor. He I've was seen in uh, stuff. Eastbound and Down. He was in Pineapple Express. He's also in the Pizza Hut commercials now. Yeah, he's doing Pizza yeah, Hut. Yeah, no, he, he's fucking awesome. I he saw a, great, uh, a movie great where actor. Yeah, he was also in uh, Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. He was the, the the blues player who beat up his landlord while having laryngitis, so his hands and his throat were fucked. <laughs> He's I, like, well, that's what you get for punching your landlord while you had the laryngitis. He's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, but Craig Rog- Robinson. Yeah, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. He's a good actor. He is awesome. Yeah. So anyways, we're starting to assist. Welcome this is going to be, podcast, gonna be a good episode. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. I think we've had a good couple days to rest. Do a um, few chores and that. It, it's cool because I recently have my days off switch. So now me and Trevor have the same days off, Saturday and Sunday, like ooh, normal. Ooh. And I haven't had that in like nine months almost yeah. because that was my old schedule at the old job. But I had had Mondays and Tuesdays for a while and then Wednesdays and Thursdays. And so I'm actually pretty excited to have Saturdays, Sundays again. It's nice. The only thing I'm not excited about is we're right next to the party house. And every Saturday at like four four thirty four o'clock, these motherfuckers start up with the shittiest pop and, and they rock play a, music. What are you talking about? They play a few good songs they when do. it's just the boys. Yeah, when it's just early morning, the boys are cleaning up or getting ready for a party. They're playing like uh, uh, Van Halen, 
playing ACDC. Yeah, they're, they're playing, playing Led Zeppelin. Uh, Led Zeppelin. I've, uh, e- I've Blue even Oyster Cult. I've even you know? I've even heard like a couple of. There was once I heard like System of Down. Yeah. I'm like okay. So they normal, do play normal. cool stuff when it's just the guys in the mornings. But towards the afternoon, girls pussy. start getting there. The music quality goes yeah, down. Yeah, the music quality starts Ladies, getting... Ladies, fight us if you, if you don't agree, but... Well, well it's like a, a team of 20 chicks show up, and we're like, Trevor, back to back. Right. We're about to have to kill these broads. We got weapons on the how many? Oh, that's a great one. How we many women with... How many women do you think it'll take to Weapons take or no you weapons? Down? Do they okay, have weapons? Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's start... There's stipulations. Let's start with weapons, and then we'll work our way to no also, weapons. Also, how sober are we? Okay, so let's say... There's factors here. All right, all right. So, we say something offensive on the podcast. On a Tuesday morning, before we even go to work, we're waking up kind of fresh, kind because of tired. Because we probably get around like 6, 5.45. But at 7 a.m., there's... I'm group, already out the door, by There's then. a group of... Okay, let's say 6.50. There's a right group... Right before I'm leaving... Yeah. Of women outside of our window with picket signs and protesting, maybe like 50 people. Um, so, how many of them, if me and you were teamed up back to back, fucking Shaolin style? Well, if they're right out the window, I'm going to immediately drop boiling water on their faces and I'm going to go <laughs> fucking medieval on their ass. We're going to I'm start not, throwing I'm, stuff yeah. down. If grab they're that, right grab there. that vacuum. God. We start pushing the fridge yeah. towards the window. I will ah. drop my dirty socks. My socks are terrible <laughs> smelling. That's, that is pretty smart to start dropping yes. hot boiling water. Dude, I'm going to see. I'm going to go fucking so siege let's say, castle on their ass. So let's say this we. It's like France 1300. So, so let's what, go. let's say that something happens where we're both locked out. So we're out on the streets with just our basics, whatever you leave the house with. So whatever you leave the house with and you come home. Or, or let's say you start your day, because I don't want to put us after work, because that'll put us at a big disadvantage. You'll be tired. Yeah. So let's say you start your day, and we're both leaving, but before we can leave, there's like a fucking group of chicks that accost us. I'd say if you and I went full at it, we I think probably it, three to four each. Well, I think it three would take, because I feel like the first few will be givens. You know, the first like yeah. five chicks will probably be knocked out. For each of us. I'm saying yeah. 10 girls out. You're cold. Well, we, we both know how to fight. So yeah. Yeah. But then you start to get fatigued and you get scratched. And eventually, you get bit and shit. eventually they'll overwhelm us. Yeah. So, so how many do you think me and you back to back Shaolin style? You go down, you pick me up. I go down, you pick uh, me up. You know, we could probably knock out like 25 to 30 women possibly. <sighs> It's a little high. I'd say I'd, 20. I'd, I'd give us... I'd say 20. Well, it depends on... Because if you... It also depends on the women. Exactly. If there's and, a bunch of women that are trained, it's well, going to be way harder. Well, of course. But this yeah. is what I'm saying. Usually the women that protest and stuff are like real hard left and they're going to be college women and they're stuff. They're not super trained no. in fighting. Maybe so, a little so bit. that's what I'm saying. Maybe they went to a self-defense defense class. class. Scratch and bite, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but Spray and call the cops. I, I know this for a fact. When you see somebody get knocked out cold... It'll it'll slow everybody down a little bit. I've, so I've been in the a first group few where chicks that out. just get eaten. Um, they're gonna think about they're it. They're gonna they're gonna back up a little they're bit. Gonna so they're up. gonna start trying to, to come up with strategies, you know, two at a time or something. And then that's when you know we'll have to get each other's backs. 
That actually ties into my uh, <laughs> thing about uh, when, when, when... Long story short, this would never happen, folks. But if it did, <laughs> we would fuck up a few women. But if they decided to just make passionate love with us instead and give us some... Uh, make love, not war. Yep. And then give us some really good, like, hot dishes and uh, dessert bars. So, okay. So no weapons. I'm saying 20 to 30, possibly. Maybe. Maybe. That I is know, a little high. Well, I don't think so, because I think by the first 10 each, then that's when we'll really be gassed. That's when we'll really be struggling. By so, the way, folks, we are both large men that work physical jobs. Yeah, because I think for the first 10 minutes, we'll be good. And then yeah. after the first 10 minutes, you know, probably one or two a minute, we'll start we'll to gas. We'll get worn up. We'll yeah. start to we'll gas. We'll get worn up. And then, but, we'll, and then we'll meet that chick that is super badass. Yeah, you eventually. meet the Samoan chick that's that's 300 pounds, and she's like, what's wrong with you? And, and she's, like, oh, and she's actually trained, and you eventually will meet the chick. You're like, all right, this is trial that broke the camel's back. Ah. I'm like, Trevor, kneel down. You're like, what? I'm like, kneel down. And I just step on your back and do like a flying fucking fist down into her face. Ah! <laughs> Chris, what are you doing? And it's like, I took that Samoan bitch out. <laughs> um, okay, so now let's put it as with weapons. You get the choice of a weapon or two. And let's say they have light weapons, not not anything ridiculous. Maybe sticks and rocks or, or maybe a blade or what two. What weapon do, I, do we get that? You can have any weapon you want besides a gun. Okay, that's fine. And um, and let's let's make it realistic. Let's let's keep it within the things that we have. You know what I mean? Because we do have a machete, and we do have an aluminum baseball bat. We have a nightstick. We got a couple a, of sticks. We have we a nightstick that's called a tire pressure thumper. Officially, it's wink, called wink. a human convincer. <laughs> it's called a. <laughs> it's a human convincer. So, folks, I have this. I have this thing that's like almost two feet long. Here, let's grab it to describe it. Oh no, my this old friend of mine got it for me at a gas station in Portland. It's a whopping stick. And he got it for 10 bucks. He got it's this a whopping stick. He literally Road pro. pro. He got it like a basic flying J, like gas station where trucks and cars would stop at. And it literally, in the car section, I saw him grab it, it said tire pressure thumper. And yep. I, I have seen people do it. It's like when you're checking your tires, you either kick it with your shoes, but if you don't have boots on, yeah. you'll do this and it has a good balance. All right. The tires yeah. are, 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 are inflated properly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about the stick, I feel like, is it has a finish on it. It's it's pretty nice finish. It's um, obviously it has all a the grip way. grip uh, handle, so it has a bunch of uh, uh, board in parts where you can actually keep a grip on it. And it's it's light but dense. So and also I feel it like has a metal bolt that it goes has a through cap. the as a cap. Yeah. So I wonder if there is a bolt that runs all the way through. There's possibly a piece or so. Yeah. But but and there's a nice little uh, it's, paracord it's handle. Practically a nightstick. It's practically a nightstick. You that's, could use that's it. Wooden. Yeah, you could yeah. literally use a nightstick. Um. So let's say with these things, I'm gonna go with my classic, hammer and uh, hammer. Hammer and hatchet. And hatchet. Hatchet and hammer. Am. No, I I love both those. Tools. Those are my go-to's. I keep both them in good. my truck constantly, and the. Axe pro or the hatchet probably just needs to be sharpened lately. That's probably it. I'll sharpen it again. Yeah, I used I used both those things, folks. When I went camping last week, I used the hammer and the hatchet. They worked great. They worked great. They are great in a pinch if you ever get caught uh, having to defend yourself. That's for sure. And they're good for everyday practical purposes too. If you're a man worth half of your salt, you can use a hammer or a hatchet to for do most things. most basic stuff. Yeah. You know. Uh, so my pick then you're doing the hammer and hatchet. Mine's probably gonna be 
The machete, bro. I would machete. go with the machete. Because the machete... <laughs> machete. Once you start slicing off limbs, these chicks are taking a few steps back. <laughs> also, I have a lot of practice cutting brush. I spent a lot of my time growing up dealing with yeah. a lot of thick brush. Yeah. So if you see me with an axe or a machete, I can chop through some shit. So, 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 so machete, back to back, me and you, machete and... Probably, probably machete, and I would want something a little bit longer, maybe. But the I think the issue that you get when you start trying to add more weaponry, like, you have to stick Shovel. to... Shovel. Well, you have to stick to something that you can wield easily. You know what I Shovel's mean? Shovel's a little big. Exactly. A little long, and somebody could grip machete it. Machete and a nightstick. The nightstick, I think, would work well uh, if you were in a smaller group. I think the machete would be perfect because it's a larger group. But you said two weapons for each, so I'm picking well, the same Well, one. one weapon. But you, you said hammer and hatchet. Well, I guess that is two. You said two. But do you think that would be easy to wield uh, a machete in one hand and then a nightstick in the other? I'm a, like you. I'm a big man with... I can do it. Okay. Yeah. No, dude. I think it would work well. I think the machete you get better control of. Yes. Two-handed. You know what I mean? Obviously. So you can... But like you, like I'm a big enough guy. I grew up having to use tools with one hand. So I... I guess I, like I, you're I, afraid of somebody snatching the machete. Well, then I have the nightstick. To, to bonk them. To bonk, <laughs> bonk. Oh, you Give cut. me my machete back. <laughs> oh, you got my jab? Well, here's my cross real yeah. quick. Boom. But yeah. Well, the attack I love about the hatchet and the, the hammer is the hammer is the, the stunner. And the hatchet's the follow-up. So it's literally one, two. One, two. One, two. And and it's pretty effective because once you get a hatchet to the skull or to the face or the neck... It's usually game over. You're, you're not fighting too hard after Just that. Just like a machete, it's usually game over. Yeah. And that's what I think... Hatchet, machete, like you're dead or your limbs are doing... Or your body's just taking some serious damage. Yeah. Anyways. We, so we, we so could, what's the number that you think with weapons... I'm talking twenty a piece, maybe forty to forty-five. 40. We should move to a, we should move to something else. We're just Trevor, like, we're just talking about going Shaolin monk on these chicks. Wu, I know. Wu Lin, you started Wu, it in your fucking Wu Shaolin Wu Tang style. His Wu Tang is very powerful. powerful. <laughs> Check out his Wu Tang source out. Check out his Wu Tang. I came to bring the pain. <laughs> I bring the motherfucking ruckus. I came to bring it hardcore. <laughs> so anyways, I folks. love this subject though, man. This is the best. Me and you going back to back fucking uh Trevor, it's been nice serving with you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like you, I if I have to go crazy, I will go crazy. It is and also like you, if I have to fight dirty, I'm grabbing dirt on the ground, like I'm a be if I see a bunch of loose sediment. I'm going to scratch it to blunt, to distract people. Like, I will use distraction. I'm a funny dude because I fight with uh, honor up until I'm losing. And then once I'm losing, I'm like, all right, all that honor shit's out the window. Dirt in the eyes. You know? that's, that's your survival instinct. Yeah, for sure. That happens Anyways. with my brothers a couple times. They were beating my ass, and I was just like, what's that over there? And you just flip them over. So. Uh, I, had, I had some people at school I'd do that too. So, Anyways. Folks, Come at us weird. Come at us weird. <laughs> Moving on. Trevor's like, we got to get off of this We do subject. have other subjects. It's a funny subject. It's funny, but we have other things. Trevor's like, move on, Chris. Stop talking about beating people up. <laughs> also, I'm supposed to call Angelo. Yes, call Delo. We're trying to get Angelo DeJesus on the podcast again. Um, he is fucking hilarious. He is a hilarious dude. I'm going to grab a bowl so that we I also like that he accepted me so much. Like he calls me brother all the time, and like. Oh, dude, Angela's an awesome person. Yeah, 
So I appreciate him accepting me. He really, I can tell he really does like me. I'm like, all right, I appreciate it. Oh, Trevor has the feeling like we all do to be liked. I love that one day, if this podcast ever does get big enough, we're not going to have to have bowls to, to, to uh, loudspeaker our calls. <laughs> I do like it, though. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I mean, if it works, it works, man. Oh, man, I was so happy last week when that... Hey, what's up, man? Loudspeaker. Hey, um... Tell him he's on the podcast. Are you are you free to be on the podcast for a bit? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm putting you in a plastic Tupperware bowl that Chris grabbed. Angelo, welcome to the podcast. So, it's already been a good one. We talked about having to fight hordes of women trying to protest us. Angelo, Angelo, you have a great idea for this one. Me and you back to back, or you and Trevor back to back. How many female protesters could you beat up? Oh. <laughs> I can tell Angelo is thinking. So, so your cancel culture is coming for you, bro. And there's a group of women outside your flat that's coming. Angelo, you being a Puerto Rican that does a really good Jerry Seinfeld impersonation, offends some women. By the way, I heard his Jerry Seinfeld really good. But it drives some women crazy, and you gotta defend yourself, Angelo. What do you do? You got one homie. I'm picking Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we men do it before, and I think like a fleet of females are, are no match for me. And Chris. I, I was telling him, I was like, man, probably by the first uh, twenty or ten, we'll be really gassed. You know what I mean? You'll get one that's yeah. really well trained. Eventually, you'll come upon. You'll, know, you'll get the you'll get the urban chick from Chicago that throws hands. You'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. You get the one bitch from Israel that learned Krav Maga, and you're like, ah, oh, damn it. They've got a ringer. I'm just gonna sit on her ass. I'm gonna sit on her face. Do the what was the dude from WWE that used to do the face sit? Oh. Do you remember that, Angelo? I am trying to remember. It does sound familiar. Shock Shakiki 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 doing that that acid boy. What? Anyway, Shakiki sounds like a chick I would meet. It was like, it was that dude from WWE Rafiki or something. Oh wait, no, no, he was a Jamaican dude. Remember, he used to sit on people. Yes. We should move on. Yeah, now he knows. Alright. Anyways. I would definitely. I would like. You don't understand. If it was like a. A whole fleet of females versus me, it's over. <laughs> Trevor is trying to move on from this subject because we already did like 14 minutes on it. And I was Almost, like, yeah. You can't do that and then bring me in. I want to do like <laughs> Angelo, real quick. Give us an shit. answer. Give us an estimate. Okay, hold quick. on, Angelo. I got to give you two scenarios. Yeah. One scenario is me and you back to back, Shaolin style. And then the other one's me and you back to back with weapons. Well, I mean, with weapons, it's going to be a higher number. Of course, man. But where do you think it ends at the we- with weapons? I'm thinking like 50. No, no. I think 50 would be us normally fighting. <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe. 50 would be pretty extensive. Bodies would be piling up on top of each other. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Can, do you remember we had that fight and we got jumped and we beat up like 10 guys? 
and held them up. You were you were fighting like four dudes. I was fighting two. <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah, that alone, you know, times that by let's. How many? How many girls? Time. How many young girls add up to one boy? You know, is it like three? Three girls equal a boy fight? Maybe. Well, maybe. I mean, it's also Hollywood people. So let's let's count like let's that's what we I, people from Hollywood. So it's that's like, what I'm saying. Like the people that would be outside protesting your your whatever will be like a bunch of twenty year olds. You know, a bunch of like uh, left uh, leftist type people. Girls that aren't real rough or physically very intimidating. Couple Antifa chicks. Yeah. Literally a drop. Literally, I get like just one punch. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it would be hilarious, man. It would be hilarious because the first five chicks that stepped up would just be eating fucking concrete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up because you're so mean. Yeah. Hey, man. That's true equality, bro. Everybody can get a fight, man. A baby can get oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> if everybody wants to be equal, man, they can all step up. What's going on? <laughs> all right, Trevor. Let's move on. I know. It's this is getting old for him. Yeah. So anyways, Chris complains about me sometimes. This fucking guy. Good subject, Chris, but too long. Anyways, so, uh, Angela, you'll find this spicy and interesting. For local news, we have uh, here in Eugene, we have a uh, Refugee Recovery Buddha Eye Monday meeting at the Buddha Eye Temple. So we have a okay. temple here in Eugene, and it's for people who've been through drama. It's at 7 p.m., it's at 2190 Garfield Street. It's, uh, a bunch of, bunch of white people getting in probably touch with their... Uh, their, their, probably their so, it's, so it's in the uh, Western... Western some battered region. women, huh? That's yes. fucking weirdos. Yes. You're weird. <laughs> I'm literally looking at this from the free... You are uh, literally we, like the weirdest guy if you go over there and like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on? I won't beat you. <laughs> it, remi- it reminds me of Fight Club, where the main character goes to like the survivor meetings, and he go yes, and he makes that friend that gives him that hug with the big man tits. Yeah, like, his name is Robert Paulson, and, and he meets the hot chick that smokes, the hot gothic chick that smokes. She goes to testicular cancer. Yes, <laughs> like those are the vibes I'm getting right now. Uh, yeah, so you're Marla. Yes. <laughs> She's hot though. I think I think I do have a crush on that. That there's got to be oh, a there's got to be a fucking. I bet you do. Marla Singer is hot as fuck. There's got to be a group yeah, of people that uh, go she's to hot. meetings, go to like uh, AA and NA meetings to pick up chicks. There's got to be. A group mm-hmm. of guys. Why not? Yeah, but I mean, you're gonna get alcoholic. Why not sex? Uh, sex anonymous, right? Hmm. That is a meeting I've I've actually mentioned on the show. There is a sex anonymous <laughs> meeting. That is no bullshit here in Eugene. That is a thing. Yeah, you should probably go there and you know tell the truth. I wonder if there's a whole like pretext right before they start the meeting. It's like if you're just here to fuck, please leave. And it's like couple right. guys get up like, and go. Damn it. Shucks. And they snap their fingers like, oh, They got man. me. They got me again. I would have gotten away for two as in for these leftist bitches and that weird dog over there. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> well, it's also for love and relationship addiction. Yeah. yeah. Well, I always find that interesting, um, especially when you have like a sex addiction. You don't realize how often you're just plowing. Like, what's a normal number for a person to have sex? Probably like a couple times a week, three to five. But if you're doing multiple times a day, every single single day. 
single, I would say, you know, probably like once or twice a month, maybe. Yeah, a couple yeah, times single, a month. A little harder, yeah. Yeah, but like, <laughs> even in a regular relationship, you're not fucking three to four times a day normally, you know? Because you both have to probably do things. Like oh, go some to do. Well, some but do. You gotta... But that's what I want. Shit. Line me up. Sign me up. Angelo's number forty seven in the gangbang, you know. More like number sixty nine in the gangbang. He's like, he leaves some for me. He's talking to number thirty. Ooh, that's a great Chris ain't the only one with jokes over here. So that's a great one. What hey hey guys, I gotta go. Alright, you're good. Alright, thank you. I love you. See ya. Thank you. (laughs) That was Angelo, everybody. That was uh ten minutes of hilarity. (laughs) I wish you could say what he's got shit doing. He just moved folks. He just moved, so he's doing moving things. So he moved from the University of Washington to downtown. But uh, apparently the rivals of our school right across from us, the Ducks and the Huskies. So where he lives, where we live, apparently our schools are bitter rivals. Not that we give a fuck. So yeah. I was gonna talk about the sneaky Asians. <laughs> so this uh, past couple Here days, we go. I I love this one Chinese restaurant. It's a family-run restaurant. They make great fucking food. I go there all the time and spend a ton of money just because I love their food and the way that they do their thing. So I wanted to try something new last week. And I went and ordered uh, barbecue duck and barbecue pork. Now, the barbecue pork was the star of it. I think that was the best, the uh, meat with mm-hmm. the red ring. Because that, that was if, fire. If I just fire. had a whole container of that, I wouldn't complain. I would be fine. So, when they did put the duck on the other side, I was thinking it was going to be like some duck breast and maybe a few of the bones or whatever. I tried some of it, by the way, and yeah. I saw what you meant immediately. Like, it's oh. all bones. Yeah, it was all so bones. So what they, what they did was they cut the back of the duck out, and they gave me the back of vertebrae of the duck, which does have some decent meat on it. It has some savory meat, but most of it is bone. <laughs> so literally, I got like a container of pork, which was good on one half, and the other half was almost all bones. And I was just like... Damn, man. I feel like I just got ripped off. <laughs> right. Chris, we're already, already through almost half the episode. We've covered like nothing. It's okay, man. So, you know, just in saying in general, some Asians are a little sneaky. I think that they kept the good parts of the yes. duck and they were like, stupid American. He'll never know. Oh, American, thank you so sneaky. Damn. You, you have over to me. And, and oh. it's crazy because their daughter's hot. Their daughter is of course. just, she hot girled me. She was like, oh, oh yeah. you want some duck? And I was like, yeah, duck. You know, I want one of them greasy ducks. Oh, duck? I thought you meant fuck. I'm sorry. My apologies. So, Different word. So the thing I bought with the duck was like 22 bucks. But I was looking at the price of a whole duck because I was just kind of curious. It's like $36. Yeah. And I was like, god damn, why is duck so expensive? But I guess it's because they give you more than just bones. Oh. Well, maybe you could jump on her bones. Oh. Ooh. Anyways. Um, yeah, but I wanted to eat duck because the University of Oregon's mascot is the ducks. And yep. I wanted to be like, fuck this town. <laughs> Just eat duck because of it. Fuck the ducks. Nah, I give no fucks about the Oregon ducks. But anyways. That was a song I wrote once. Anyways. Uh, other thing. I'll do one more local news. Uh, it's bring your own game night from 6 to 10 p.m. at the the, uh, the beer sign. 1591 Wabbit. It's free. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's been uh, cold and clear. It's been daytime it's temps been in the 50s. One week since you looked oh, at me. <laughs> two weeks since, since you, you heard the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> or you decided to watch the show Maury. I don't know. The Bare Naked Ladies are still slapping, man. We heard that earlier today. And fuck, man. That was a fun band for the 90s. Or for the 2000s. Yep. But yeah. Also, it's been cold and clear. We're going to get rain again. <laughs> so winter is here. And then, also, uh, I got a black eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris got a black eye from swinging a I was talking uh, shit to Trevor, and he had enough of it, and he took it out on me. That's why I was hoping Dylan and Kendra, when he came by tonight, I would have been like, they would have been like, what happened, Chris? I was have been like, I don't know. I, I didn't talk to Trevor right. I, I, you know, I was going to make it a whole thing about how Trevor lost his shit. And they'd be like, Trevor, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so I did almost have a mental meltdown at work Wednesday, which was rough. Like I, there was a point I was ready to throw hands at people, and I had to take take a, a step away. Yeah, this the when this this coworker handed me a spray bottle, and it wasn't screwed on, and it like spilled everyone. I nearly slipped, and I had to catch myself and cut my hand on the blade. Ouch. I immediately fucking threw it, and it banged against the bay door, and Man. everyone stopped and looked, and they're like, "What's wrong?" Like. I am about to fuck people up if you yeah. don't give me a moment right now. And they're like, okay. And I'm usually usually very calm, get shit done, but we all have moments. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, I was working on at work and I was breaking down something and it was really a solid piece of furniture and I was almost done with it, but on like the last hit, the sledgehammer I was using kicked out of my sledgehammer. hand and fucking flew back and it popped me right under the cheek. Like it didn't hit my eye, but it hit me right underneath the eye so I'm packing weed right now but what ended up happening was I felt it immediately um <laughs> I felt it immediately hit under my eye and I, I knew because I've had black eyes before I was like this is gonna be a black eye no matter what but it actually came out good man it's already healing up well it's nice it's just ah black eyes are fun because everybody looks at you a little funnier they're like, ooh, what happened? Is there a cool story? Ooh, tell me when to go. But nine times out of ten, a black eye is just like, I was walking and I hit something. <laughs> Most of the times, it's not a really cool story. It's not like, I was in a fight club fight and I won. Da -da 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 -da. Hey, you know the first rule about fight club? You don't have a fight club. Yeah. Dude, we've made a lot of fight club references today. Yeah, because be our name is Tyler Durden. <laughs> Trevor doesn't realize yet that I'm a fiction of his imagination. No, I'm a, fi I'm a, I'm a fiction of your imagination. <laughs> we've, we've had this scenario yeah. play out a few times where one of us is Tyler Durden and the other one's just an insomniac. You know, we are. I feel like it's me because I am an insomniac. Yeah, uh, we are a fight club. I feel like I poop more often than I should. Uh, not as much as me, but yeah. No, no, see, that's me. I'm the pooper. I just have you in my mind thinking I don't poop. <laughs> I'm gorgeous gravel. I'm gorgeous gravel shits. First rule about Fight Club. We'll just call it first rule of Fight Club. First rule about Fight Club is nobody goes to Fight Club. <laughs> well, they should. They should, maybe. I think the world would be a better place if you could handle your squabbles in a boxing ring. Which sometimes Some places that, do. That, that, that works, and that's a good thing. It like used it. to work a lot more often, but now that guns are so readily available and people are very hot-headed, it's easier to shoot or stab a motherfucker than yeah. to fight a few rounds. Or if you don't fight, like, you go and, like, have a serious discussion or, like... People need to definitely stop Stop the violence, man. Stop yeah, the violence. There's too much. 
There was uh, another uh, shooting here recently. There's another uh, thing of news. There was a shooting at a gay nightclub in Colorado Springs. It's national news right there. There you go. Um, but five people died. 18 were wounded. They ended up getting the guy eventually, and uh, they brought him into custody. But a lot of people had to die and get injured just so that this person could make this statement that other people have already made many times over. And that they don't approve of gay or lesbianism or transgenderism or any of that stuff. You know, I think that when you hate something so much and so deeply, it's because deep down you probably understand it to a certain degree. You know? Yeah. It's like a lot of those people that really hate gay people. It's because they're closetedly gay and I mean, they have special feelings about men Hitler and women. Hitler was part Jewish. Yeah. You know? And, and I don't know, man. It just... There's a lot of things I don't agree with and a lot of things I don't think that are right, but it would never give me the right or the justification to go out and start murdering a bunch of people because they're different. Yeah. Um, I feel like in religion that happens a lot too. Unfortunately. Uh, with a group of people, you just kind of all call them bad. Yeah. I've met some gay people that I hate it, that are just fucking mean, that are just bitchy gay people. And then I've met some gay people that I love, man. They're the nicest people and... You know, so I feel like it's like anything. Just You're like going to have the good and the bad of it. Just like straight people. There's yeah. straight people and there's terrible straight people. Yeah. And we, I think we got to realize that we're all people. We're all flawed and we're all fucked up. We do but, tell bad jokes, but we're all yeah. people. Yeah, we do. But it gives you no right to pass judgment on other people and their views. You know, nobody's better than anybody else. We all fucking bleed red. But I think when we get to realizing that we're all just poor people. You know, it'll put us on the same page. I think money is the great equalizer. There's the rich and there's the poor. And 85 to 90% of us are poor, <laughs> you know. And there's different levels of that, just like there's different levels of rich. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to move on to world news or do you want to do another national news? Let's do a world news. Okay. Well, in that case, I could talk about, um, there's a giant species of turtle that was just discovered. Oh, yeah. Trevor was talking about this earlier, about how they had discovered the remains of a giant turtle species. So, there's a, uh, this was off the Pyrenees, which is on the west, far western end of Spain. So, out in the Atlantic Ocean. And, um, for a long time, it was believed that there was only giant super turtles and, like, North and South America, because they had found this this species called Arch <coughs> called Archelon, and it was a giant turtle with a uh, skin covered with leather back shell, and it was up to 14 feet long and weighed two tons, and it had this giant bone structure that light that they think allowed it to glide through the ocean really well, and they thought that this was the biggest thing ever ever found, but then they found a uh, another one here recently. Uh, and looking up the details right now, behemoth. Sorry, folks, looking this up. Oh, here it is. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorting through all the giant <laughs> prehistoric turtles, folks. Sorry. 
You know what's the coolest thing about turtles is that their shells are a structure that isn't detached from their body. It's not like a like a. But originally they it's didn't like have they didn't have shells originally because nope. they originally came. All lizards originally were just lizards, and then they went off to they other geckos. <laughs> and then you had lizards that became big and became dinosaurs, and you had lizards that became turtles because lizards that became sharks. Well, there were sharks during the time of the dinosaurs too. Like sharks were around during the time of the dinosaurs. They're that old. The megalodon. Yeah, they were a lot bigger. But turtle turtles, their shells are interesting because they initially didn't have them, and then they had them now, and they still lay them in eggs. I'm looking for the name, folks. Well, I saw Please something. Please forgive me. No, it's okay. I saw something recently about turtles about how their shell is just like their back. You know, it's like their backbone. Yep. And you can feel everything through the shell, um, at least the turtles can. But it was interesting because some people think that turtles can't feel their shell. You know, it's just like their body's on the inside of it. But it's a whole structure that supports their, their body. Found it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, this thing, folks, is about the size of a rhino. And it's right up there. And it is... From the late Cretaceous period, and it has a biblical name actually. It's pretty cool. So they think this thing lived from 83.6 to 72.1 million years ago. As we know, the dinosaurs died 65 million years ago. So during the time during the late Cretaceous, from the the later period of the dinosaurs was the late Cretaceous, and is one of the biggest turtles ever to swim Europe waters, and they called it Leviath. Thincellus Enigmia. So Leviathan, like, <laughs> Leviathan, like the biblical giant sea monster, and Enigma because they named it that because they're still learning more about. It. They just found this thing. Here's a picture of it, Chris. A wow. Artist rendering. But they did find a skeleton of it. I'll look for it eventually. But anyways, they think it might be a new group of turtles. They just found it. So this thing basically was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it lived in sewers. It ate pizza. It, it ate took pizza. Uh, karate classes from a giant rat. You know, it's funny. Look at this picture. <laughs> Look at that. Look right. at that. They have a giant uh, scale model of a Ninja Turtle versus an actual I love turtle. That. <laughs> so they have a regular human at about... Five to six feet. The Archon, which is the turtle I mentioned ever, the biggest ever. This is the one in the North South Ameri Americas. This one's about 13 feet. The one they just discovered is about 10 feet. And, and then they. Donatello and is they about. Have, no, this is Leonardo. <laughs> Leonardo's about that three foot five. Yeah, he has a katana. And he's. No, he's about six feet two. That's so funny. But yeah, though, I love they did that. But um, also, fun fact at the time of the dinosaur era, there was a huge ocean in the middle of America. People forget about this, but there was a giant ocean that divided the America right in half. You had the Appalachians on the far right side, and then you had the Sierra Mountains and everything gold else. deposits were left. Yeah. So you had, and that's why you have huge mineral and fossil deposits in the Midwest. Like, mm -hmm. you'll find... Like, you hear about farmers in, like, Nebraska finding giant Nautilus You mean farmers fossils. in Minnesota? Oh. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, 20 minutes. So anyways, giant turtle found, folks. 
Check it out. Look up your tr- ancient turtles. Trevor's mad at me because we spent too much time talking about beating up chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Christina's going to like randomly listen to this and have some words with me on the day after Thanksgiving. Like, it's okay, Trevor, Trevor. we need to talk. I'm Trevor, like, we need to talk. You can't be beating up on protesters. No. I'm like, they're beating up on us. <laughs> doesn't matter. You're white, straight male. Fuck. Fuck mean. your safety, you white straight male. Get your ass beat. It's like what? No. I'm just trying to be a person. I'm trying to beat people unless I have to. You all want to be equal? Here you go, equality. <laughs> so let me let's real quick do a uh, movie review. Let's roll through the subject. Yeah. So I was watching earlier. I was watching the new Blade Runner. I didn't get all the way through it, but from what I could tell, it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, Blade Runner 2049? Yeah. Okay. And it has Chris Pine. No, not Chris Pine. There's the dude from uh, Where the Pines Are or something. It's a it's another movie, but I have really seen, good. Where the, where the cedars, where the snow falls on the cedars. No. No? No. Um, no. Different movie. This is a really good actor. I forget his name. He's awesome. But... He's the new Blade Runner, basically, and he is hunting down... Um, he's the, the new Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's oh. hunting down the sentients that um, have kind of gotten away again. Uh, it's hard to follow because I only got through the first hour of it, and the first hour is a lot of prelude to the older movie. But basically, he's searching for uh, a woman's uh, murderer... And he's trying to find out where her kid is because this was a surrogate that basically had a kid and they didn't think that that was possible. Um, Harrison Ford's in it. He's an older Harrison Ford. He he comes back. It also has Batista in it, which is pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, he plays a character. Um, I I really liked the first hour of it. I'm going to continue to watch it. I'm going to give it... Seven out of ten blades. <laughs> Repl- replicas. Seven out Replicants. of ten uh, laser guns. Pew pew. Pew pew. But yeah, I'm going to finish watching that. Come to the next podcast with the ending and the rest of it. Alright, so I'm going to do my album review real quick. And it's uh, relaxing and soothing gypsy guitar music for meditation, writing, studying. It's. They don't tell me who the artist is. It's not available, but it's from the YouTube channel. It's Lord. It, and probably she's from New Zealand. Yeah. It's Lord, and the uh, the song is not available. It's just one long track. It's background music, but I played it when I did uh, Dungeons and Dragons last week, where we uh, went to the far side of the world, pretty much the the, the Americas. You talking about that D and D boy? I'm talking D&D. about double D's <laughs> <laughs> or D's nuts. <laughs> so we went up this river. And as a, I was a captain, and but we're but from the ships. Please for now, allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Thank you, Mick Jagger. He was going through Vietnam yes. on a on a riverboat. Yeah, and he's just the Stones are playing in the background. Pleased to meet you. Hope you <laughs> get yes, my, my name. name. Woo 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 woo. Anyways, so we're going to riverboat, and these uh, these alligator crocodiles, these crocodiles, they swarm in. Oh, crocodile! And we have to fight him off, and I end up stabbing him with, with scimitars. And Michael ends up using water. He illusions. spray paints one of them to death. Yeah. <laughs> he just got a can of spray paint. And Jonah's character just like just just fucking brawls with them, and we end up fucking killing him. 
But uh, as then we end up going further on, and then we find like a giant. Trying to do this lost city of gold, folks, like El Dorado. El Dorado. And one spot off the left just has a giant skull that says death. So we're like, eh, maybe not. We just go there. So then we're going up these giant waterfalls. So as we're passing the giant skull that says death. <laughs> yeah. We decided to go up the waterfalls of a giant. It's like a mishmash corpse of a skinned human and like a skin like pterodactyl, and they like. Fuse them together. What you don't know is that if you'd gone through the skull uh, ca- cave or canyon, it was actually just like a beautiful meadow. That's what we joked. We <laughs> joked about that. We're like, man, damn it! It was a false. It was a false. Uh, what was it? It was a false positive. <laughs> it was a. It was. It was a false. Yeah, it was a false alarm. Yeah, so it was a good album. So check it out. It's it's soothing. Gypsy guitar is interesting because the gypsy culture comes from northern India. And then they just went and they gathered different elements from around Eastern Europe and part and also like parts of Central Asia. And then it's pretty much it's pretty much gypsy culture music is a is a mixture of many many different countries. But there's, there's definitely sit, there's like some there's like sitar and then there's you'll have a lot of like belly dancing music. You'll have tambourine. Have you seen guitar. that show Gypsy Brides? No. So there's a show on TLC, The Learning Channel, and it's called Gypsy Brides, and it's basically a bunch of Midwest uh, people that are slightly related to a gypsy bloodline. Um, like, some of them are a lot closer, and some of them are far distant, you know, cousins or whatever. Yeah. But they all put on this big gypsy, like, uh, show they type They do ballet dancing and Well, shit. no, no. They do, like... We're white trash, basically. White trash gypsies. Yeah, they're all white trash gypsies. And these people have weddings, and it's just like, I don't know, they get off on drama, bro. They, they, of course they do. They are a reality TV show, but people play it up more for the cameras. It's like, it's like, like when they had the episode about the Amish mafia. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. they did that. And they have a ton of girls that are like 13 going on 20, getting married off and stuff. And it's weird because you're like, this shouldn't be legal, but in certain states it is. They're marrying off their 14-year-old daughters to, like, men. (laughs) You know, this is so-and-so's cousin, and his family's good family with our family, so you're going to marry him. And she's like, I'm 13. I don't want to marry this guy. And he's just, like, some drunk that's 22, you know? And they're like, well, we want your family – we want our families to be wed together, so – Get over it. <laughs> and they just he's make... got he's got a basic job at the fucking coal mine and yeah. they're like, Well he's got a Yeah, he's an alcoholic pretty much. He's an alcoholic, just regular working out of a hard job and he drinks there takes was, pills to get through the pain. There was literally one episode where they had like a sixteen year old getting married to a guy like this who was twenty three or four. Yep. And this dude just got blitzed uh drunk at his wedding. And I mean falling over, trying to fight the other family members and all sorts of shit. And you're just like I get why it happens, because it happens in every fucking race and every culture. There are trashy people. <laughs> there are fucking shitty people. But, man, do they really allow it to happen, too? <laughs> they, like, encourage it to a certain degree. You know? It's, uh... 16-year-olds shouldn't be marrying 20-year-old drunks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so go so, check out Gypsy Brides on TLC. Oh, it's a crazy show. I'm gonna show Trevor some of it. Also, He'll fucking be just like, "What?" Check out the uh, the soothing Gypsy guitar music. Yes, I'll put the link. It's very nice. Uh, we also got. I finished my book, folks. After 
almost 700 pages. The Wheel of Time, Volume Five. The, the Fires, Fires of, Heaven. of Heaven. It's a good book. The end. The, it was uh, the the Savior is trying to save the world from the the end coming, and he ended up having this crazy laser magic battle, laser beam magic battle with Gandalf this, battle with this this demon. Pretty much, he ends up winning. But people he likes died. not pass. And then they're trying to figure out the next move, and there you go. Trevor loves this book series. It's awesome. I read it on the bus or whatnot, and I get it from the library for free. So it's it's cool. I wish I could get into a book as much as Trevor does. I like it. Should. I just Anyways, don't like to read. Let's get into something you can get into. Like weed. Pussy. Chris's friend. <laughs> Chris's cannabis corner. Yeah. Um, I killed some plants the other day. So I had six boys in my uh, tent. I had a total of... What was it? I had a total of 13 plants, so I had to kill almost half of them. Because they were males. And because nuts. they were boys. Um, you can't grow males with females. I mean, you could, but it just won't do great. You'll produce too many seeds, and the boys will pollinate the girls. That won't be as good, yeah. It just will be a worse you know, product. Yeah. Um, but I kind of... Um, expected some of this. I didn't expect as many, but it happens. I think the ratio um, differs sometimes. But that's why I ran as many as I did. I have six plants that are ready to go right now, and or not ready to go, but they're heading into their flowering stage. All females. Yeah, I and then I have one female mother that I'm going to keep and cut clones from here in a month or so. Okay. Yeah, um, I've been feeding them. They actually got a little bit more heavy feeding uh, this time around because I had less plants to feed, so I was really able to saturate the pots. But the plants that I did um, cut, I checked the roots this morning, and the root system was built down to the bottom of the pot, which is uh, exactly what you want. It means your feeding is going all the way down to the bottom. Um, the problem you can have with soil and feeding in pots sometimes is if you don't water enough, um, if you're afraid to overwater, you're going to have an issue. But if you underwater as well, you'll also have another issue. So it's like finding a happy medium. Um, I think I found that with, uh, you know, four to four gallons every couple days. Um, but, yeah, the plants are doing fine. They're coming along. They're in their month, their month and two weeks now. So another month and four weeks or so. Yeah. You all right, Trevor? No, I'm good. You're looking like you're you're getting nut shot over there. No, I'm fine. Trevor doesn't want to hear about my weed plants. No, He's it's just fun. like, give me the product, Chris. Stop talking all no, the time. No, it's fun. He doesn't care about I the process. I do. I like to help out. He doesn't case. care about the process. Not he true. just Lies. wants the, the, the Folks, herb. I have also worked on, on weed farms, legal mm-hmm. and illegal. I've done uh-huh. things. Trevor's like, damn it, I'll get my own tent and I'll show you. <laughs> Have other passions at the moment, but I do appreciate it. And I like to help out when I can, and I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll have to drag them out here soon, and we'll do a little bit of cleaning up before they get into their final um, spot for the rest of the grow. So we'll just take them out and kind of clean up the bottoms of them, and create a little better airflow. But they're on track to be probably the biggest plants I've grown so far. And I'm excited because I'm going to have double what I had last time. Instead of three, I got six now, plus a mother. So my um, clones should come in uh, pretty well. I'm going to be able to probably kill that mother and get 15 to 20 cuts off of it really well. And 
Yeah, we got a bunch of new clones going. All right, well, that's all I got for that. All right, I got a real quick guitar tip. So I'm changing the strings of my acoustic guitar today. He's rocking a three-string look right now. Yeah, so the first song I did three because that's by the time we started three strings replaced, but... He messed up a little bit. He put one of them on backwards. But I replaced it. I've been doing this a long time, but shit happens. We aren't perfect, that's for sure. So I switched it and got it on, and I also started a little too late. That's the... Should have started earlier, but it was, a, it was a lazy Sunday overall for me. Right. So, I'm replacing with some Phosphorus Bronze folks from Deuterio, which is company. And I recommend if you're uh, just starting out, maybe do lighter gauge strings because your fingers aren't callous. I usually use heavy gauge when I can or medium. Of course, your fingers out. But also make sure when you do this, you have a pair of pliers, a pair of wire cutters. That, that work because you're gonna have to cut wires you're gonna have to pull out these uh you're gonna have to pull out knobs restringing a guitar is a whole thing man. it's a mo it's a thing but I, I recommend as soon as your strings are rusted and the tone is really diminished like professional guitarists generally do it once a month yeah and but I mean they're playing all the time I do it about every three to four months this time I let it go a little too long this time it was more like seven eight months. But uh, guitar strings definitely affect your tone, so definitely keep an eye on them. And I think if you can't, if you don't know how to do it, they'll do it for you at Guitar Center. Yeah, or find someone that can do it. But definitely with guitar strings or anything, don't leave them outside in the moisture because they're going to rest. It's the temperature of, will affect your guitar yeah. strings, especially moisture in the air. Yeah, when it's really cold out, it's generally going to be flat because, you know, when things are cold, they tend to contract. But the molecules. The molecules, but when things are really hot, they're going to expand. That's why things are going to sound like sharp when it, when it's hot out. <laughs> I had a moment I was thinking like, Ugh. But uh, yeah, and sometimes it's the reverse. Like, it just depends. Sometimes your strings will do something that you don't expect at all. So keep an eye on your strings, folks. Watch those strings, boy. Watch them strings. But yeah. All right, we're getting towards the end here, Trevor. What else do you got? How to Talk Minnesotan. Oh, yeah, we watched a small documentary on, it was like public access, and it was about how to talk Minnesotan if you're a visitor or you're visiting friends or family from Minnesota. And it was pretty awesome. There was a guy that gave you, like, the whole rundown of their basic dialogue, which is, uh, whatever, uh, don't you know, or what was it? Uh, whatever, um... Damn, Trevor, you're leaving me hanging here. What so, were the other ones? So you had, uh, you had, one you like, betcha. You had you bet, which is a. Uh, or yeah, you bet. You bet is a very like friendly thing. Like I agree with you, but I'm not going to give more than I have to. And then you're going to have, uh, whatever's the the finale. Like okay. I thought whatever. Trevor would like this because he grew up on a uh, Minnesota farm and stuff. Yeah, I I had family. All my family's from Minnesota. I'm the first one born on the West Coast. But I grew up spending summers out on a tree farm that used to be a hog farm. And we had a giant garden, too. And everywhere around us, all of our neighbors around the country, they were all doing corn and soy and uh, dairy cow. That's all anything ever is these days is soy and fucking corn. And then, obviously, dairy. But, um, yeah. And dairy farmers are a lot more scarce, though. Same so, as ranchers. But I definitely, I, and my, my, my grandfather, he was a farmer, but he also, his main thing was he was a barber, 
But this was like a very rural barber shop. Yeah. Usually right by a farm, and all the old farmers would go there. So I got to see firsthand Minnesota culture to the, <laughs> to the nth degree. Yeah. And like so, the, every little thing that they were joking about was true. And it was from the PBS Twin Cities. So it was public education, but it was from the area that where my family's from, a little yeah. bit south of the Twin Cities. But they went into like basic interaction with people from Minnesota, like what they might say. Yeah. And then it kind of went into cuisine, like hot dishes. Hot dishes are a big thing. Yeah. And instead of uh, cookies, dessert bars. Yeah. That's it, another thing. And then it went into um, kind of interacting and the long goodbye from Minnesotans. Yeah. So as you 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 will try to like keep someone as long as you can because they, it's a polite thing to do. I I don't agree with that. I think yeah. you're stealing time away from you the are stealing butter. time, but there they don't value time as much. So like yeah, because sure. everything runs so slowly and coldly, they're like you don't want to go out there. It's cold. Stay yeah. with us. Have, Have a, good a good time. time. Yeah. I'm like yo. I want to get the fuck out of here so badly, but it's snowing out. You don't understand. <laughs> That's how I'd probably be because I get. Especially me as a person, I am great for about two to two and a half, three hours. After that, I am usually burnt out on on whatever I'm doing. I, I have a, a attention span of about an hour to three hours, and that's all you get. <laughs> um, after whatever I'm doing, I'm usually just like, I want to go smoke weed and relax. Another, <laughs> yes, another big one is I've no I have noticed <laughs> old usually farmers and guys have done the sort of blue collar jobs. They, they even notice it out here, but when they conversate, they don't look directly at each other. They because do turn away. standing and staring at a man is too too feminine. It's too weird. <laughs> yeah, you got to stand and stare at a car, or like, you got to stand and stare at a field. Yeah. <laughs> or like some sort of piece of equipment, or like... You're, you're talking about something. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the weather, or the tractor, you're talking about that big nasty tree root you had to... You had to use a tractor to get out. Oh yeah, you remember James? James's dog was hit last week by a car. You know, that's like yeah. the big news going around. The, the dog news. got hit by a car. Ooh, there was a tornado that came through last week. Yeah, you betcha. You know, it's that time of the year. But did you have? But you also went through like a like a tornado's. Uh, Marge's uh, hot dish went right through me. I was yeah. on the toilet for three hours. The the series Fargo takes place in North Dakota and yes. in Minnesota and in uh, uh, Kansas City. So in uh, particular seasons of Fargo, you get a lot of that Minnesota hard accent. Canada light. And Trevor calls it Canada light, he says. But he has so much more knowledge on this stuff than me. I thought it was just hilarious because I've heard... People make fun of the Midwest and fun of Minnesotans, but it is a real thing. You just have a bunch of white people from Nordic uh, descent that are just different talking. You know, it's it just basic farmers in this. Yeah, land. they're just farmers, and they live in a very cold region of the country, and you know that's about it. <laughs> that's about all they have. You know. Yeah. But that's not to say that they aren't. Polka music's people. big. Yeah. Polka music uh, and country is big out there. I just wouldn't want to stay in an area where no. everybody's talking funny constantly. Yeah. The South is like that. You have yeah. that a lot in the You're South for, yeah. where there's just really thick accents and very uh, in-depth conversation about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about the weather, and it's been a four-hour conversation, and yeah. you're just like, what is going on here? Yeah. Or you just talk about the pie that you had last week. Oh, that, long that, discussion. Was, that was something strange that I got from Florida because... 
60 to 70 percent of florida is extremely rural yeah. um there's like the 30 to 40 percent like that is Miami. very populated yeah so i lived in the middle i was kind of in a city that was extremely populated between two bigger cities but so yeah, if you went an hour outside. north an hour or two north it was a completely different world like there was a, a town that I passed through driving out of Florida that they had two streets. There was the one end, and there was the one that went side to side. And on those two streets, there was everything. So there longitude was the and latitude. Yeah. yeah. There was the gas station. There was the courthouse. There was the um, or the courthouse slash uh, sheriff station. There was the um, probably one restaurant like a there diner. There was the post office. There was a restaurant or two. Yeah. And and, and that hotel. was it. And I mean, that was it. So it, it's it's so rural that you go through little cities like that and you never realize it. Yeah. yeah. Kids are walking outside and I mean, they got to be four years old, you know, just all hand in hand. You're like, all right, this is a weirder place. So we could talk about the uh, your idea if you want real quick. Oh, yeah. The Wu-Tang Clan uh, uh, corporate okay. meeting of their names. Yeah. How the Wu-Tang Clan all got their names. They're pretty much like the hip-hop group Avengers style. Yeah, right? exactly. So I thought of like when they the big record company was trying to sign the Wu-Tang Clan, they were just giving them uh, names. Like they hadn't quite settled on names yet. Um, so the, the producer goes, this guy here, he's real methodical. He's all about the method, you know? So we're going to call him... The method man. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. <laughs> exactly. He's like, can you rap about that? And he's like, yeah, they're going to call me Johnny Blaze. And it's like, perfect. And then yep. uh, the next one's like, all right, we're going to call him Raekwon the chef because he's always serving up uh, lovely dishes and, and he cooks really well in the kitchen. Cash but rules everything around me. Get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. He also serves up tasty rhymes, you know? Yes. And then this guy over in the corner, this guy eating my wife's pussy. <laughs> he's an old dirty bastard. He looks up from his wife's pussy and he's Ooh, like, shimmy yeah. y'all, shimmy yay, won't you take it away? And then they just go on. Rizza, Jizza, uh, you god, you know, inspected deck. And, and Maradona. Just, yeah, yeah. And you just go through all of them like little uh characters, like each one of them, ghost face killers, an actual ghost. Yeah. <laughs> just like you have the main heroes, and then you have like Ones you don't hear about quite as much, but still have a presence, like Ant-Man, for example. One of the greatest yeah. video games that ever came out for PlayStation was the Wu-Tang Clan video game. Yeah. Um, and it had all the characters from the Wu-Tang Clan. I did and get to play all, at a friend's house. They sick. all had different uh, yeah. uh, fighting styles, basically. And man, I still remember that game to this day. I love it. Oh, I see you from Shaolin, your Wu-Tang style. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I love that concept that uh, a corporation was just sitting down trying to make a, a rap supergroup, and they're like, we're going to give them all wacky names. You know? There actually was a Dave Chappelle sketch about um, Wu-Tang Financial Services. And yes. Guess, Wu-Tang, yeah. They were like financial advisors. He's like, konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, folks, we're getting ready to wrap this one up. Trevor's looking for a guitar pick. I have so many picks, and he's gonna play a he's gonna play a tasty little lick before we go. I guess I'm but, gonna use a, a jazz pick, change it up a little all bit. All right, yeah, but we just got uh, Trevor just yeah. got two episodes uploaded today. Three, um, three, three of them. So go ahead and check out Two Lonely Boys and a New Podcast. Now. We're uh, currently up to date. Um, we're working on some new shit. We we gotta still get a fucking editor and. 
If anybody out there knows <laughs> an editor or like a, email us. a media person, yeah, email please us. email us or send us a message. So we need somebody to help us make this multimedia. <laughs> but other than yeah, that, email uh, T Alstrom, T A H L S C R O M. Definitely boycott uh, Trevor. Gmail.com. Boycott Trevor. <laughs> All right, go. you ready? See you guys later.